need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to get back into life, to start having fun again, to discover what makes your heart sing? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about right here, right now, on Polly Campbell Simply Said. Welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy, and how to have more fun. You know, I had an interesting experience last week. My husband was out of town. My daughter was away at camp. Hello. I was alone in the house for more than, you know, three hours, and I had set up the few days to myself to have a staycation. There were some projects I wanted to get done. I wanted to do some special writing, my job, and it was unsettling. I had looked forward to this time, watch movies I wanted to watch that nobody else in the house, eat what I wanted to eat, which means I made nothing. I did no cooking. I just cheese and crackered it through the first few days. And In the beginning, it was unsettling. I didn't know what to do with myself. I had a plan, but there was a part of me that's like, whoa, what do I want to do to have fun when I'm on my own? What is fun for me? Now, I like to golf. I like to read. I like to write. I did those things. But I also felt a little panicky in the beginning because Life is changing. My daughter's older now. We're in a new pattern and rhythm in our household because, you know, she's on her own. She drives. She's 17. She works. She's not here much. So all of a sudden, my life is in this transition as I'm uh, veering toward the empty nest stage. And I'm thinking, huh, what do I like to do? You know what I'm talking about? Have you felt this way before? It's not uncommon. Don't let it bother you. It's not uncommon. As we go through transitions in life, particularly women, as our bodies change and our families change and our work changes, the things that are meaningful to us change too. We go for a long time putting our energy into work and family. When those change, those demands change, it can be hard for us to rediscover what we want to do for ourselves. So that's what we're going to talk about today, how to get back into life. Now, I know a lot of people who are going through this because of COVID too, right? Everything shut down. We took stock of our lives, the things that bring us joy, the way we are in relationship with each other and our work, how all that's happening. And some people were bored and they were like, wait a minute, what do I do if um, I don't have my job? What do I do with my time for fun? So we're going to talk about that because I think it's important to understand, number one, you're not alone. It's okay to not know as life changes, but it's also worth exploring. And the exploration itself can be fun and healthy, right? Rather than being a scary thing, I think it's an interesting thing. 
And yeah, we talk so much about finding your purpose and creating meaning. And I talk about it here on the show because I think those things are important. But I don't think it has to be a hard or scary or daunting thing to figure it out. I think we learn about our lives by living our lives, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today, how to get back into life, how to start exploring where we are at now in our lives. Maybe you have little kids. That's a different kind of transition. Maybe you're newly divorced or out of a relationship. Maybe your kids are empty nesters and you have more uh, discretionary time than you've ever had in recent memory, which is kind of what I'm going into. It's an interesting phase. But here's the thing. I think we hold ourselves back. I think we have become used to the fact that we don't have extra time. So we're frantic flying through the day trying to get the house taken care of and get our work done and get the meals prepared and figure out where the kids need to be and when when your partner's coming in or out and what they need, that we stop thinking about what fun looks like unless it's a planned thing unless we have a date to go out for happy hour with the girls which I love and I do those things too or we have a family event a birthday or something that we're going to celebrate all that's important too but what we're talking about today is what you want to do who are we now what would be fun for us to try and listen you could try a whole bunch of stuff and that's okay. If you don't like it, don't do it again, right? This is not a job. This is about exploring our lives and being into the moments that we have, becoming present to what it is. Now, a big chunk of my time last week was spent reading. And I have been really unfocused. I read a lot for my work, but I've been really unfocused when it came to reading my own stuff for enjoyment. Like, I would read for a little bit and then somebody would interrupt me or I'd have to get up and do the next thing or I would be unfocused in my head and log onto my phone or something like that. So when I had the quiet time in the house and I finally settled in, I really enjoyed reading again. I I was able to settle in and read uninterrupted for a bit and I reawakened that joy of reading, of just relaxing and laying back and and immersing myself in a story. So some of the things might be just allowing yourself time to do it. But there were other things I'm discovering about myself that I really like. Kayaking is one. Um, And I don't do it as often as I would like, but it's something I wanted to try. And when I tried it, it really took hold and, and it was fun to do. So this is about the act of discovery. All right, so how do we do that? Well, the first thing is we have to steer clear from the fear. That's enough rhymes. We have to move away from the things that scare us. Now, I'm not talking about climbing mountains or jumping out of airplanes. If you want to do it, do it. That's cool. But what I'm saying is we get stuck in our routine and the routine feels comfortable. It works for us. So when we think of traveling alone or going to a new restaurant or taking up a new hobby. It can feel daunting. We don't know how to do it. We have to slip into our beginner's mind again. And for many of us, that's been a long time since we've done that, right? Because we have become, as we've aged, we've become more familiar and more capable and more skilled at the things we do regularly. But to get back into life again, to rediscover what we love, what we want to try, what we want to learn in the next phase of our life, no matter what phase we're at, we have to be able to jump into that discomfort a little bit. To recognize and say, oh, 
I'm trying this and I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I should be doing something else. Or what if I'm not good at this? Or what if I fall in the boat when I'm kayaking? Or fall out of the boat, I guess, would be more realistic. And I haven't, by the way. So we have to steer clear from the fear. When I went kayaking for the first time, I guess it was last year, a couple of years ago, I was really nervous. I was nervous about climbing into that little boat and making a fool out of myself. I was nervous about how I was going to get out. I had all these reasons that I wasn't going to be able to kayak. And I just had to own that. Yep, all those things could happen. Guess what? None of them did. I had help getting into the boat, thanks to my sweet husband. I was able to climb out just fine. And it was a joy. So steer clear from the fear. You're going to feel it, soak it up, suck it in and do it anyhow. And look at the other ways you are holding yourself back. Are you over scheduling yourself uh, with the routines so that you're taking too much on yourself so you don't have time to explore or discover what you might enjoy? If that's the case, block time out just for you or block time out and tell your partner or your kids or your friends that, hey, I want to go to the movie at this time. If you guys want to meet me there, cool, come on. But this is what I want to do. Or perhaps you're saying, I'm going on a hike in this park. Meet me there. But you're going to make a commitment to yourself to see if this is something you like doing. And I will tell you what, even if you don't enjoy the new experience, whatever it is, you will feel better, enriched, invigorated for having done something different to begin with. That that fuels us. That feels good. We feel like adventurers. I was just talking to my mom about this, who'd done something the other day. It wasn't even a particularly fun thing, but it's something she hadn't done in a long time. And she felt invigorated by it and more capable. We all have that. We all need that. So, Remember to step out of your comfort zone a little bit. Look at the ways you're holding yourself back and decide to go in and try things with some kind of calculated risk. You don't have to do big stretches. Don't put yourself in physical or emotional jeopardy, but be willing to feel the discomfort and do it anyhow. And here's something that I think is interesting and it helps me when I keep this in mind. The signals in our body of anxiety, of nervousness, feel very similar and act very similar as the feeling we get when we're excited. So if you are feeling nervous or anxious about stepping out of your comfort zone, trying something new, being in a new place, going to a party alone, whatever it is for you, then take a look at that situation and those signals, how it feels in your body, and see if you can reframe that to excitement. Because honestly, it, this works for me. On when I, when I speak in front of large audiences or any audience really, but I stand up there and speak, it's something I like to do. It's something that is also a little uncomfortable in the beginning. I get nervous. Am I going to forget what I'm going to say? Am I going to have a good rapport with the audience? But all of that feels a lot like excitement. So when I can redefine that for myself before I go on stage and sit back and, and think, oh, but this is exhilarating too, right? This is the excitement of it. It helps me perform and feel good in that moment. This works in all aspects of life. When I'm trying something new and I, I'm feeling like, oh, like kayaking, can I do it? Can I do it? There's excitement in that too. And that's what I focus on. That helps me through. And there are a few other ways we can learn to leap into our lives again. We're going to talk about more right here on Polly Campbell Simply Said when we come back 
from this short break. You're listening to Polly Campbell, Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electrocast. And we are back. Welcome back to Polly Campbell Simply Said. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today, how to have fun. I'm Polly. And what I realized when I had some unscheduled time on my own is I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. What do I like to do now? I know what I liked to do when my daughter was a toddler and when she was young. I know what I liked to do before I got married. I know what I enjoy doing with my family. But my family and my job and all those things in my life are changing. Who am I now? And what is fun for me now? I think too often we get locked in a pattern. We don't really ask that question. And life becomes lazy and mundane and not all that interesting. So I think it's worth exploring the things that might be fun to do, the things we want to learn that finally we have time to learn, or the jobs we want to explore now that we have time to do it, or we're at a new transition in our life. When other changes are happening, it's often an ideal time. I know it's counterintuitive, but when we're facing a lot of change in our lives, it's often an ideal time to change up the other things and to find the thing that feels exciting and good in our belly and makes us feel satisfied. So we talked about how to get into this a little bit by, you know, managing the fear and the discomfort of stepping outside of our comfort zones and looking at the ways we're holding ourselves back. Are we overbooking ourselves? Are we limited in our belief system so we think now's not the time to try something new? When we deal with those barriers, then we can step in and step up. But what do we do? Well, the first thing we do is get off our phones and the computer, right? Get off technology and start to follow around what feels good. What feels good in your body? How are you feeling in your body? How are your muscles responding and your emotions? Understand that life is dynamic. If the experience doesn't feel good, that's an indication that maybe we're not on the right path. But you've got to try things to notice that, right? To feel that. Here's something I've been doing which has come as a great surprise to me. But, you know, I get up each morning. I've been starting with a short walk around the neighborhood. Now, I, I don't like exercise. You've heard me say it a billion times. But I've got these new hips after hip replacement surgery. I feel like, you know, I got to give my bang for the buck with those hips. And so I'm going out before I do anything else, and I'm wandering around the neighborhood. And I like it. I like what it does for my mind. It feels good. Now, if at first I didn't want to do it, but I decided to try it to try this regular routine. And now I, I'm kind of sucked in. I like it. You know, I feel good when I'm outside. I don't want to like hike to the Arctic or anything like that. But just being outside in the sunshine and the breeze and noticing the flowers and the trees in Oregon, it's, it's all green right now. And, you know, I, I, uh, I've, prompts my gratitude, my feelings of gratitude. It makes my body feel good. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that for a while longer. Now that's something while I'm sitting on the couch writing my words in my morning pages, which I love to do, I would have thought no way, but I gave it a try. 
So try something for a couple of days. Try a, a new kind of food that you don't think you'll like and notice how your response is. Treat everything like an adventure. If you don't like it, don't do it again. But we're not talking about major commitments. One way to get to this is also to write down a mind map, write down ideas, things that you used to love doing when you were a kid, and pay attention to the feeling that come when you're writing down those things, those ideas of things you might want to try. When you write that down, are you feeling a sense of expansion? Are you feeling elevated, curious, or is there contraction? And, oh, no, I don't think I want to. And go with the expansion. It's something you can feel in your body. So if if you think you've always wanted to write a book and you're creating this mind map with, you know, these loops and, and circles and squares all over the place of things you might be interested in trying, if you write down, write a book and it doesn't feel right and it feels heavy or like sinking, then that's contraction. Don't do that first. You don't have to want to do the same things you've said you always wanted to do. Things change and we grow. It's okay to change your mind. I used to be a lot more political and a lot more out about it, a lot more vigorous about it. That doesn't make me feel good. There are other ways for activism in my life. And they look different, but that's what I'm doing now. And that's where I feel better. Same with my parenting. I'm realizing she's older now. She doesn't need me in the same way. I don't have to hold so tight for things to work. So I'm learning to let loose. And in that time, then I'm finding other things I can share with my daughter, which are super fun. Things we can do now that she's a young adult. So look for the ways. Map out your ideas. Throw them on the page. Do this by hand. Draw little pictures or notes. You want to learn to juggle. You want to learn to cook Asian food. You want to develop a bigger garden or take an art class. Maybe you want to learn to write, but you don't want to publish. Now's the time, right? Look for the things that when you write them down, expand, make you excited or curious, that have you want to go online and look for the nearest class, the nearest trip. Do this with your trips. We were talking about always uh, when my daughter graduates from high school, taking a trip, you know, to a, a hot island and relaxing. But we decided we don't want to do that. We want to go on an exploration. So we're doing something completely different that we've never talked about before. And we're starting to plan now. And it's been really fun. It's okay to change your mind. Another way of getting this is during your day when you're doing your regular work or parenting or relationshiping or gardening, whatever it is, notice the moments that get you excited or make you curious or inspire you, right? During the day, we have those moments all the time and rarely do we pay attention. We uh, rush right through them. This is a way in to getting back into life, to discovering what makes you feel excited and happy and fun, right? So one of the things that happened for me, and, and I've talked about this on the show and my other show too, Simply Write, uh, but one of the things that happened for me is I really like pens and papers and different pens and papers. And I, I started learning a little bit about fountain pens. And so I've been learning about that. I've bought a couple 
not super fancy, very mid-priced, but they're so fun to write with. So that has made me curious about the inks and the history and the way these came to be and how people use them. And and it's just kind of a, a nerdy rabbit hole, which is making me happy. There's energy there and that brings me joy. And that's all this is about. It's about learning and growth and fun and joy. And it's nobody else's business what that looks like for you. Right. It's not my husband's business. He's not into fountain pens. Um, he's into gold panic. Right. And that's not something I'm down with at all. So it's OK to go on these explorations and it's OK to change your mind. I don't know if this is for everything. This is a for right now thing. But it's something that's been interesting to learn about. And there's a lot of history I've learned. And that's expanded my life. So notice the moments during your day, what you're doing when you feel excited or inspired or curious. And look for activities that take you into more of that. Another thing that you can do to get back into your life is daydream a little. First of all, get nostalgic. Remember times from your childhood when it was really fun, when you were doing something you loved. Maybe you were a dancer or gymnast. Maybe you played in a band or you were an artist. There was nothing at stake. You were a kid. You were playing soccer or in these activities and it just made you happy. Now, are those things you're still doing? Because if not, it might be a great time to go back in and see. There are all kinds of adult music classes. I told you a few years ago, I, I picked up the ukulele. I've never played the ukulele. I never thought I wanted to play the ukulele. It just brings me joy. I'm not very good. I don't play it all that often anymore, but it makes me happy when I do. So that's something that I bring out and allow into my life. So find that thing for you. If you always like baking bread, I know many people who rediscovered this art during COVID and they form little businesses and it makes them happy to feed people and they love baking bread. Now, right now, that's their interest and that's what they're doing right now to get back into their life. So allow yourself to daydream from the happiest times when you were a kid. What were you doing? Who were you doing it with? Where were you? The other way I like to daydream is that, you know, that old puzzle. If I won the lottery today, what would I do with my money? Right? Play that game. Who knows if I'm going to win the lottery? But what I discovered, well, I, I know since I don't play, but, but since I have played those kind of games of imagination, what I realized is a lot of those things I can do right now. Right? I wanted to... I wanted to give more, I wanted to be uh, more. And I realized there was a lot of ways to do that without giving money, right? We're, we're on a budget right now, and but there were lots of ways to give to others that weren't giving. I wanted to write more on paper. I can do that without winning the lottery. And that took me down the road to fountain puns. And I wanted to travel. We take little day trips. We don't go far. And I like that because I like nesting into my house and reading my book too. So there's lots of ways to access this stuff when we start dreaming, daydreaming and playing with what if, those what if ideas. What if I won the lottery? What would you do with that money? Well, what can you do right now that doesn't take all that extra money. Like going for my walk in the morning, it's freebie, right? All I need is a pair of shoes. So there's lots of ways to get back into life and interact in the world without costing us a time. But we have to access these ideas. We have to look to ourselves and recognize what makes us who we are. What do we want to learn? How do we want to grow? Because I don't care what age we are. 
it's that growth, right? It's that curiosity that brings joy and allows us to connect with one another in new ways. And that's really the bottom line. When we are in the world, when we are doing different things, we have different things to talk about with our friends and family. We have different things to share with others, different outings. We meet people through our classes or through the exercise. During COVID, I took a chance and signed up for a writer's workshop, uh, which I hadn't done for a long time. And I've been a professional writer for a long time. So this was like going into a group of people I didn't know. I didn't know what their abilities were. I didn't know if I would match up or maybe I'd be far ahead to learn. I, I didn't know. It's turned out to be one of the most fulfilling things of my life and it continues still today. So take that chance, bet on yourself and bet that if you don't like it, you could change your mind and find something you do like, or that something will come from each of those situations which will expand your life. Write down these ideas, explore these ideas, and look for patterns that bring you joy. Notice what you have fun doing. Notice how you're feeling when you're doing those things, and then go toward more of that. The bottom line is do something, right? Explore, experiment. Try things on again, like we did when we were kids, and get back into life. When we do that, when we take a chance on ourselves, it will embolden and invigorate everything else in our life. Our relationships, the way we feel about ourselves, our health, our curiosity, our intellect. And that's good for all of us. That will help us all live well, do good, and be happy. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Electric acid.